Hey team, it's Mon, and this is How's Your Head, an extension of the health classes you missed where every week I check in with everyday people and ask that very simple question, how's your head? Together, we'll open up the conversation, break down the stigma, and inspire you to check in with the people that you care about. Let's go. Quick disclaimer here, no one in these episodes is a mental health professional. If you are struggling with your mental health, please contact Lifeline on 131114 today or seek help from your local GP or other mental health professional. Look after yourselves. Hey guys, I hope you have all had a fantastic week. (laughs) I hope people listening to this thought that was me. Do you reckon we sounded like enough that it was me? I think we have slight differences. I reckon, I mean, obviously, if you're watching this on YouTube, you're you're going to be able to bloody see that that wasn't me. Bit of a different one. I, sorry, I should say hi, guys. It feels weird not to uh, address. Um, this week, I said in the episode on Monday that this week's How's Your Head was going to be a little bit different, and it is, and I'm feeling a little bit weird. I'm feeling a little bit um, like I'm not prepared because obviously when I interview, I'm like very prepared. I know what I'm doing. I know what I'm asking. Generally, I've got all this backup just in case. But today, Shay's actually interviewing me. So I've got Shay in here, my wonderful sister, who some of you would have heard on their very first How's Your Head episode, actually. But in the car. In the car. And Belle was cracking With my screaming baby. Yeah. But um, I actually do want to get you in for another one, okay. I think, an in-studio one. But yeah, that is what we are doing Today, we are interviewing me, you are interviewing me about my mental health a bit and about what I do. I thought it's my birthday week and I actually have Happy birthday. Thank you. I have no shame in being (laughs) a 26-year-old who is just obsessed with their birthday. Like, I love it. I love being like, come over, let's get dinner, let's hang out. I don't know if I should say that I'm taking work off, but I am. (laughs) Are you? On Friday. Oh, we're going out for breakfast. Yeah, you're coming out with me. You better. I want to see my little girls. (laughs) Um, anyway, I don't know what to do from here. I'm a bit... <laughs> Throw it to me. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Monica. <laughs> it's uh, not a news now report. Now, I know you've done your intro. Okay. Uh, but I'd like to chime in okay. with a bit of an overview of you from an outsider's perspective because that's what you normally do. Yeah. You, um, you know, you intro people and sort of say a few things about them. So sure. I'm going to throw in a few little things that people might not know about you. You are very prepared. I love I this. Monica? <laughs> Or Mon, as a lot of you know her as, has always been passionate, committed um, and a hardworking person, sometimes even a little stubborn. Uh, Proving this as a young child when she thought that she'd pack up and leave at four years old and hide in the neighbour's shed. Um, Hours later, with the police on the hunt, she was finally found to our mum's uh, happiness because she was terrified that her daughter had run away. Yeah, that was pretty full on. Mm. Uh, she's mm. the typical middle child for those of you that know what that means. Um, she is completely inspiring to everyone around her. Um, she goes about everything um, with such an inspirational push behind her and um, in achieving all of her goals. She's resilient. She loves to have a laugh and doesn't take herself very seriously, which makes everyone around her very comfortable. Um, She'll make you feel like you're her friend no matter how long you've known her. 
Oh my God, stop. It's like <laughs> 10 seconds in. I'm going to be like, <laughs> we all know she's a high school teacher and now podcast host. But a fun fact is that she did have a catwalk modeling <laughs> gig when she was younger. No. Miss Legs 11 walked the catwalk at a local shopping center <laughs> for a fashion brand. What brand was it again? Um, I can't believe you brought that up. That is, <laughs> that was deep in my soul. That. <laughs> That was for Victoria Justice for Nickelodeon. Mm. So to be fair, at the time, I thought I was a genuine celebrity. That's huge. Like I got my nails done. They did my nails the day How of. old were you? 11. I reckon no, I would have been like, yeah, no, nah, like 12. Okay. Like I reckon I was almost high school. Like preteen. Preteen. And like at a sh- shopping centre. Like Real it's gangly. so like suburban, isn't it? Like, <laughs> And I was, I was so lanky and then I just didn't grow. Like I'm 5'4". It doesn't make any sense. Whatever. Okay. Thanks. Well, lastly, you are a an awesome runner. Um, you love dogs. You love your nieces. Um, and you're literally a kid magnet, which every child loves you, which is a great thing when you're a teacher. <laughs> yes. Um, but hopefully. I consider myself lucky to have a front row seat to watch what you achieve. Um, and I can't wait to hear your How's Your Head episode. So happy birthday, Mon. <laughs> And how's your head? Jeez, I feel like I'm going to need to really up my intros after that. Thank you. You're welcome. That was the sweetest thing ever. I can't believe I love you. I love you too. Thank you for coming in as well. Good. Honestly, my head is really, really good at the moment. I think I am one of those people that feels a lot quite um, intensely. And I think that has been something that has been the case for my entire life. I have been very emotional at times. I think growing up, I have had to learn how to deal with that and to regulate that a little bit. And to be honest, that's probably something that I'm still doing to this day, because I think there are still some times where I'm very stressed or I'm overwhelmed, but I'm getting better at it. And yeah, I... I think I'm so good at the moment because I have found a very, very good life balance. Mm -hmm. I think obviously with teaching the first year of my life teaching last year, as well as doing the podcast was hectic. Like it was full on. I didn't really have time for anything else. Um, People who have listened for a while will know that there was a bit of that kind of burnout throughout the year. I was very open about talking about it. I think I just had too much on my plate. We had a pretty big year, um, Stratos and I as well, just with life stuff in general too. So I think my emotions were pretty, like I had a pretty hard year last year, I would say. Lots of happy times as well, but I think it was hard. Mm -hmm. And this year just feels like so nice. I've got time. Things are going okay. Like I'm just, I feel good. So on that, explain, um, I guess, a bit about what you do to keep your mental health in check and what, what you are doing in 2023. Mm. So one massive thing is getting back into a really good exercise routine because I don't function. I realised and I learnt last year that I'm no good if I'm not doing some kind of movement. Mm-hmm. This year I really want to get into my running um which I have been, which has been really, really great. It just makes me feel really good. Um, Afterwards, I'm always just like, oh, how good was that? Amazing. So uh, that's been something that I've really tried to make really important to me again because I think there's parts of me that are like too competitive almost and I don't like being bad 
bad at things. I'm putting that in, in little air quotes because there. Because she's an amazing runner. Well, so but her I'm not, bad I wouldn't running. say I'm an amazing runner, she but is. I think because I was really, really fit at one time, yeah. now I'm a little bit less fit. I'm like, oh my God. You feel the struggle to get back to struggle. where you were. Absolutely. And so that's been something I've tried to push to the side. Um, what else do I do? I'm trying to have a really good morning routine. Mm-hmm. I spout a lot of stuff about this um, anyway, but it is something that I'm always working on as well. Recently, I've realized like I've got comfort shows. I talked about this in the episode last week with Peyton, but I've got a comfort show, which is Friends. And I love watching things while I'm getting ready. And for a really long time, I was really uh, quite hard on myself about that because I thought, no, you're distracting yourself. You're this, like all of these things online are telling you meditate and don't look at your phone and don't do this. But I found that like the thing that works for me is I want to be getting ready. I want to sit my phone there. I want to watch some friends or some Netflix or whatever it is. And I just like having that noise or that, you know, maybe it's a YouTube channel, whatever it is. I like having that. It's like your meditation. It is. And I just feel very like that's nice for me. And so I think being easy on myself with that has been a massive thing. What else do I do? I've tried to limit my alcohol intake this year as well. Mm -hmm. That's something that I'm really, really... You wouldn't um, have a glass of Prosecco with me at the beach? No, I wouldn't. I was strict on it. I'm only drinking for like five days of the year. Mm -hmm. So this weekend on my birthday, I'll probably have a couple. But I think it's a weird thing, alcohol... In terms of, I guess, growing up, you know, you're really excited. Like you get to go out once you turn 18 and you're like, yes, this is awesome. And it's very normal, I guess, throughout those years, or at least it was for me anyway, to be going out most weekends, to, you know, be hungover on a Sunday. And as I've gotten older, like I'm turning 26, like I'm not not getting any younger. (laughs) And I'm feeling it a bit more on a Sunday. And I think the biggest thing that's happened more recently, you know, in the last year when I did find that I drank too much, I the anxiety was wild and I was just like I hated it yeah. on Sunday. I would wake up in a panic mm. because I was like, oh, my God, I drank too much, which is fine. Like if that's, you know, obviously health-wise is another reason why I don't want to do that. But, you know, if that's what you want to do, that's, you know, and you're overage, awesome. But for me, it just it felt wrong and I f- I've just – kind of had to be like, you know what, put your foot down, actually do something about that and sort it out. And so that's kind of what I'm trying to do this year. And so far, so good. And I feel really, really good about it. Good so, on you. Yeah. And shout out to the non-alcoholic brands out there that are doing oh, shout out. the non-alcoholic, you know, gin and tonics. There's some real nice gin ones. There's amazing yeah. ones. Yeah. Um, that's just coming from a breastfeeding mum. I was going to say pregnant people pregnant, out there. Pregnant women out there. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it is, it's a lot better and hope you know, hopefully for the people that do get anxiety or, or you know, the kids sort of younger people mm. growing up, they can opt for non-alcoholic versions yeah. and still have a nice night out and, you know. I just think it's one of those things like I always felt like I needed it or I needed it as like a social lubricant or, yeah. you know, going into new situations or times where I wasn't super comfortable and then I realised that's an issue. Like that's a – I don't want that. I don't want to have to rely on having a drink to have a good time or to – not be anxious when in the end it's just going to make me more anxious. So yeah. that was a big thing. Um, and, yeah, I'm really happy that I'm doing that. Now let's talk COVID. Okay. Um, how did COVID have an impact on your mental state um, and explain the effects of this sort of on your social life and your experience? So COVID was pretty – I mean, it was massive for everyone, right? And intense. If you're from Melbourne, Victoria in particular, you will know that, you know, being locked down for so long was just – 
I think back to it and I'm just like, I actually don't know how we kind of, what we did, how we got through. Like it's wild even now in 2023. I'm like, we weren't allowed. Like it I was technically wild. wasn't allowed to go to your house. I was still, side note, I was still going there. We just yeah. had, you know, Frankie's just been born. There was no way I wasn't going to go see my niece. Like that, that wasn't ever an option for me, I think. But even then, like the anxiety around that was huge and being caught for doing things. I think in terms of my mental health, it was a, I had a massive shift during that time. I grew up very confident as we talked about at the start. I was like bloody going on catwalks. She was on the catwalk. I was like, absolutely. And I never really had a problem with anything social. I found that I did become one of those people through COVID where it wasn't that I was scared of getting COVID, but because we spent so much time away from people, I, it really affected me once we started going back. And it got to the point where my anxiety was so bad that I couldn't go to university. I found there was mornings where I just could not get out of bed. And I was just, I had this weird fear of the train, which I think I spoke about in my anxiety episode as well. Um, one of the first ones that I that I did. You would get sick. I would get sick. I thought I was going to vomit. I Mm. was like, it felt like my heart was beating out of my chest and I just couldn't do anything about it. And there was a few train rides. I actually was thinking about this recently where I had a girl from uni who I didn't really know very well. And we caught the train home a couple of times. And I reckon she must have thought I was like the rudest person in the world because I was sitting there like genuinely freaking out. But I was too scared to say anything. And I was like, trying to distract myself and trying to regulate my breathing, but she was talking to me and then I was like just not even there. So you couldn't even verbalise your fears. I could not verbalise it. And I think that's been a huge thing for me starting this as well is that I know, I know for a fact that if I had just said to her, hey, I'm feeling really anxious right now, like can we go sit near the door or can we go between the carriages and get some air, she probably would have been like absolutely like are you okay and would have been so nice about it. And I think that's... Yeah, that's a massive thing for me now doing this is just trying to normalise it because it's okay to feel that way, especially after something like COVID that we all went through. Life-changing. Life-changing, right? Um, I think the biggest thing throughout that whole process was, like I said, I never really struggled with any of that beforehand. So it felt like I really lost myself a little bit, like I lost a bit of my identity. I was like, how, how have I gone from someone who could literally get up on stage talking, you know, at your wedding. Like I think I thought about that a lot because that was 2019. I spoke at Shay's wedding in front of 100 people. I was fine, a little bit nervous, but I was fine, right? Amazing. To literally not even being able to get out of bed or on the train because I was just such a nervous, anxious wreck really. Like I couldn't do anything. But I went, I reached out in the end. I went to my doctor. I went to, started therapy, which I still do now. Mm-hmm. And I think I say this a lot too, if you've got the opportunity to do that, please do it. I think it's so important. Even with the train, yeah. Uh, what was, you know, what were the first steps that you did to kind of break your anxiety cycle? I tell you what's funny is that I actually haven't caught a train since. Like I actually ah. haven't. And I think about it now and honestly I think I would be okay. But right. it's a weird thing. I think something that I, I had to work through was, it wasn't necessarily the train. It was about being trapped in spaces where I couldn't leave. And mm-hmm. I that was my whole thing, which, you know, I guess that probably makes sense in another way or whatever else has gone on. But, yeah, at the time, obviously, I was just like train, train, train. Like it's the train. And then that was something that I was actually able to figure out through therapy and we've kind of talked about a few things and it's been okay. It's the fact that I actually didn't, which ironic here as well, 
it's about me not wanting the attention on me because I know if I get up on a train, people notice, like people look at you. And it was that that I was really worried about. And that happened in other situations too. It was kind of, you know, in more recent times, like I've gone to shows or like places where I'm in a space where I can't really leave without people moving for me or, Mm, you know, noticing me. Like the movies or... Like the movies or I went to like um, Hairspray the Musical. This happened there. I went to a a comedy show. musical seating is like you literally have to bum shuffle across Yeah, right. And so I think we were like right in the middle too. Yeah. And it's not that I can't do it and sit through it, but I remember at Hairspray I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to vomit. Like my thing is like I'm going to be sick in front of people. And that... It's never happened and it's okay if it had. Like it's not the worst thing in the world. Yeah. But for me that's just something that I just, yeah, I've never, I had never ever felt that in my life and then all of a sudden that was my biggest fear and it was such a weird thing identity-wise because I was kind of like who am I? Like what am I? And so I think, you know, this year in, in going to therapy and working through it and finding the things that really work for me has been awesome and has also been really great in me being a lot kinder to myself, which I think is so important because I think, yeah, you can get stuck kind of uh, beating down on yourself a bit. And I'm sure anyone else who's experienced anxiety in that way will understand that. Um, It's the negative voices. It is. And it's a cycle almost that you have to break to be like, all right, we're not thinking that we're going to think something positive about ourselves or we're just going to get it done. Like just do what you need to do to get through whatever is making you anxious. And that's been a huge thing for me. Even as a teacher, obviously, you have to have the attention on you. So that was something that I had to work through last year as well. And I had to do some presentations in front of parents and students and stuff. And so something that I've been trying to just say in my head is just do it. Just Mm -hmm. get through it. You'll be fine. Like, just do it. And I know that probably... Isn't Nike, you're stealing their uh, I am. Stealing their right, tagline. What, what's his name? Shia Le, 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 LaBeouf? Le Did Beauf? he do that? He's like, just do it. Oh, I can't. Cool. video? You have to put it up on your you're Instagram. Old. <laughs> I'll chuck it up. <laughs> we'll have some uh, Thursday morning inspo. I'll chuck that up. And so what are some of your non-negotiables that you work with? Definitely, like I said, exercise. Mm-hmm. Huge. Um, I think journaling as well, writing down how I'm feeling, especially at bedtime because mm-hmm. – I always, if there's something on my mind, if there's something stressful happening the next day, if, you know, if something happened in class and I need to talk to someone about this or whatever it is, I will not sleep because I will go through and over that situation in my head and I'll be up an hour later, you know. And so journaling actually, I've started or this was kind of a, a tip that I got from a therapist and they said, journal like you are never going to read it, mm-hmm. not no one, anyone else is going to read it, but you, you are never going to read this again. It does not matter. Just write it out. And I think that was so helpful because I was really kind of cautious or like conscious of what I was writing. Right. Just, I don't like, I don't, it almost needs to be like your voice on paper. Yeah. But it's like, it doesn't matter. Just write anything. Even he said, you know, write the word the 20 times until something comes if you need to, like, just keep writing, get all your thoughts on the page and then you'll be able to sleep. And honestly, for me, works a treat. Good tip. Uh, Name a time in your life that you felt proud of yourself. Probably, I mean, last year was pretty big. Yes. For me, I think, especially with this podcast, like this has Mm -hmm. been, it was just kind of one of those ideas I kind of had overnight and the next day I was like, I'm doing it great. I had no expectations for this. I was just kind of like, this is a creative outlet for me. It was lots of fun. I've always wanted to do something like this. 
And then when Das messaged me, I don't know when it was, maybe June, July or something last year, oh, my God, I was so excited. I was like, this is insane. Like I get to actually go into a studio and like meet everyone <laughs> I'm here. professional. I was like, I am a professional girl. But I think, you know, I'm obviously I'm proud of how much work and effort I've put into it. I think the biggest thing that I'm proud of is throughout all of that, you know, with my anxiety and all of that, I was able to come here and do this on my own and actually just be like, yep, I want this. I'm going to put myself in a situation where maybe I am a little bit uncomfortable because I do feel not necessarily out of place. And that's not a reflection of anyone here. It's my internal stuff, right? It just made me nervous. And so, yeah, I think coming into the studio and, and taking opportunities like that and actually being able to do that, I'm really proud of that because I don't think if you, you know, 2020, 2021, I, w- I probably couldn't have done it. Like I think in the state that I was in then, I probably wouldn't have been able to take the opportunity. So, And I guess it probably shows that growth that you've been able to achieve when you talk yeah. about the train and that being sort of your 2020 life. Yeah. Um, and I guess that wasn't the only anxiety you had with the train. It was, you yeah. know, within your life as well. And and now, you know, you've you've gone into full-time work last year. You started this little side project that's now not so little. Yeah. Um, and then the end of 2022, you take this huge leap into mm. cutting your work life sh- yeah. down <laughs> to three days. Um, and then, you know, having the focus turn a little bit more into the podcast, mm. which is amazing. I mean, yeah. I mean, so you should be proud of yourself, but you. your whole family and everyone that knows you is so proud of you for doing thank that too you. because, yeah, it's awesome. We yeah. love this podcast. Oh, thanks. And thanks for anyone listening to this as well if you're still Unbiased <laughs> opinion. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, it's, um, I mean, that was stressful as well, taking that kind of risk yeah, because – it does really excite me, this whole idea, but I am also like I've got a lot of stress around money and which I know so many people would, especially at the moment. Like 26 years old, house prices the way that they are, cost of living the way that it is. Like it's, mm. yeah, it's full. And I mean, I know I say 26, I kind of just use that as like a just first home buyers kind of thing. But I know anyone of any age, like it's pretty rough at the Even moment. Even rent. Yeah. Rent. Rent goes up. Well, and Interest like, rates are going yeah. up. Everything's up. Yeah. Cars are up. Petrol's up. You have to pay for the doctors now. Like, it's crazy. (laughs) Isn't it? It's wild. Yeah. So, I mean, that was a huge thing Mm. for me, pushing down to three days a week of teaching to do this and to create this and to keep going with this and provide everyone with these bloody episodes. But I love it. It's really good. And now the fun part of the podcast. Yeah. What's a song that gets you up and about, Monica Van Tilburg? Okay, this is actually, I've cheated with this. Um, oh. What, have you just chosen one that you think needs to go in the playlist? No, I've already put oh, one so of the ones said that it? I like. No, I've already put Oh, you snuck it in. I just put it in <laughs> Because oh, okay. I actually well, listen to, to that choose podcast another one. every day of my life. I, I'm the podcast. The playlist. I've actually listened to that playlist every day of my life. I love it. So my <laughs> one that I put in there just because I can do what I want, it's my podcast <laughs> in my playlist. This um, is my playlist. <laughs> my playlist is Blue Juice, Broken Leg. Mm-hmm. Banger. And then um, one that I always listen to on the way to footy that gets me all up and Ooh, about yeah. is Icy Girl. And I don't <laughs> Sing it. I can't. I don't know. I actually Who's can't. it by? 
I think Kailani's in it. There's like a few female rappers. Icy Girl. Icy Girl. Honestly, it sounds bad, but it is a bop. Should I get it? <laughs> Please. We're live Googling. It's actually, you, you've judged me early. Oh, sweetie. But it's the Bay Mix. Sweetie. The Bay Mix. Okay. It's with for, the, for those out there that want to. Wow. Right? That's a good but one. if you're like, need to, oh no, stop judging me. You need this to get it. up and about. I'm adding that one in because I can do what I want. It's my playlist. <laughs> it's my playlist. I'll do what I want. It's my birthday. It's my birthday. Um, Awesome. Oh, my God. I feel stressed about that. Why? I don't know. What about the song? No, I'm just like it's weird being in this seat. Oh. Like it felt like I was like. Are you normally in this seat? No, I just mean like. Are you in your seat? I'm in my seat. Oh, we should have switched. No. I would have been more uncomfortable. (laughs) It's my podcast. (laughs) Do what I want. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I just feel like this is is weird. It's weird being in this spot. I hope everyone enjoyed this, though. Well, thank you for your vulnerability. Because no normally you're obviously on the the question side of things yeah. um, and listening to other people be vulnerable. Yes. Um, and it has been a pleasure listening to you be vulnerable and I'm sure that everybody listening, you know, is going to appreciate this so much and, and learning a little bit more about you and, yeah. yeah. Well, I hope everyone enjoyed it. I um, actually liked this. We Having a you. chat about it. Love you. Thank you for coming in. Love you. Thank you for, um, yeah, helping me out. Doing this anytime. And now buy me dinner. Yes, I am going to buy you dinner. Also, just be kind to yourself, everyone. I think that's the uh, <laughs> yeah, that's the theme of the day. What do we reckon? I agree. All right, proud of you. Thanks. Bye. Hey team, I hope you enjoyed this episode. It would be a huge help for me and the health classes you missed if you could like, follow or subscribe wherever you are listening. And if you want to stay up to date with me, make sure you come and follow me on the health classes you missed on Instagram or THCYM underscore podcast on TikTok. Thanks guys. See you later.